0: Hello again, listeners, subscribers, viewers, and people checking us out for the first time. With you, as always, on Top Toes,
1: and I am your so-called mo- foot model, Any Cutie Toes.
0: I didn't know that's
1: my new name. Really. <laughs>
0: you're, you're not my... Oh wait, hold on. Before we get too crazy, and this is the Other Toes podcast. Oh um, gosh, yeah. I don't know, in case you didn't read, in case Spotify just threw this into your rotation by accident. I don't know how you'd find us without you looking for us.
1: You clicked you'd on the wrong thing. You probably know what you listening to. Like you clicked on the wrong thing, and you were like, wait, what is this? Why is that, you know, wh- where's my regulars? Who are these people? Uh, yeah. Welcome to the Oh Those Toes podcast, where we are full of sarcasm and laughter and rants and
0: joy really <laughs> you know it's uh the youtube viewers i i know if you're watching stuff on youtube youtube and you get to the end of a playlist or the end of something youtube can just automatically run the next thing it randomly suggests and that could have been us
1: yeah yeah i mean but if that's the case then you're then we know you're already looking at foot four foot stuff so otherwise
0: yeah, I don't know what other um, things we get associated with. Be interesting.
1: I mean, maybe they're listening to socks or shoes or different body parts. I don't know.
0: Could be. Could be. So you said my so-called, uh, well, you, you said your from your voice, so-called foot model. Um,
1: yeah, you know what? Not, I didn't think you're, about you're,
0: you're, that. The funny thing is, you've never been my foot model. I mean, maybe yeah, once in that coffee shop, I took was taking some group pics that you were a part of.
1: Well, I mean, I'm not necessarily addressing you per se. I'm addressing the audience, and I should have thought of that harder. I mean, it was just spur of the moment, but I should have thought about that because of what I should have said is, "And I'm your so-called co-host." <laughs> that would have been the funnier thing.
0: Yes, my so-called co-host. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, of this so-called podcast uh, where we often talk about so-called foot models.
1: And and so-called feet? Is that A?
0: <laughs> yes, I mean, what they be? Because, <laughs> because the podcast is in English and we don't really have many other words for it.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right.
0: So um, can we explain? Do you want to explain or... Yeah, I, w- I want to explain in a way that we're not necessarily calling out something, but yeah, we well, get okay. some okay. absolutely great conversation in our um, was it telegram group. And um, I think this whole episode is built out of a couple things that came out of one specific day's conversation. And I say built not in the sense that we actually do anything to construct an episode. <laughs> we just find something to talk about and talk about it. But sometimes you have to have the impetus to talk. And this was definitely uh, a great conversation that got a bit heated and it got a bit... People had strong opinions about and it went in various different directions. And I think, yeah, the for some reason, the takeaway was so-called foot model, um, which, yeah, we can explain that in a bit.
1: Well, I just thought, you know, if, if there were anything that I would have been insulted about and now I... I tend to, and I'm not going to say always, because, you know, we're human, but I tend to respect people's opinions, even when they're poor and I don't agree with them. I think, well, that's your reality. That's your truth. And you have reasons for thinking that. And I may or may not choose to be friends with you again, but I respect it. Right. Um, but, you know, I, I felt like A little bit miffed because in the group chat somebody addressed all of the females. I'm gonna say females. No, that's not true. There's 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 male models in there too and and trans models and whatnot. But yeah. Anyone displaying their feet, this person referred to them as so called foot models or so-called models.
0: No. Or eight years ago, I think I might have agreed with him to some because well, we was...
1: I'm sorry. We've had full podcasts. Like, I think our first episode was us discussing whether I call myself a foot model or not. Because I'm not published. And yeah. I don't... Oh, agency. To...
0: You don't appear right. in magazines. But you and do appear agency. on the internet. And you do appear on the internet in a paid format.
1: Right. I don't have commercials and, you know, on non-fetish things, right? So it's not like I'm advertising this nail polish or this shoe. Yes, this absolutely. Not on the, tayless, you know?
0: You're not the industry tradition of a foot model. I not would a be commercial. To be, to be the foot model upon which a toe ring, an ankle bracelet, a shoe, a nylon, a sock would be advertised. That's the old traditional modeling agency hand and foot model. We're we're not talking about that. And I think my my answer, if not full clapback, to the person who threw out the so-called is the social media environment forces us to use euphemisms because we cannot publicly say we are sex workers, content fetish content producers. We that's the term that social media has adopted as a um, pleasant way to um, to to put it, to make the point understood without dancing into realms that social media doesn't want us to acknowledge. Now
1: <clears throat> I you're right. If eight years ago someone would have asked me, I would have been like, no, that's not a foot model or I'm not a foot model because I used to say that all the time. But I feel differently now um, because so I don't say foot model either, though. I don't think I've ever really called myself that. I say it kind of to group people together, but not necessarily because I feel that way. Mm-hmm. But what I do say is fetish model.
0: And you can't really type that in certain places. But right. yeah, I get it.
1: Or fetish if, content producer, yes. or creator.
0: And if there was some question as to our, our peers, you know, yeah, we would one ha- make that comparison to well, you're not, you know, magazine print ad model for toe rings, jewelry, shoes, hosiery, you're not that kind of a model, okay? It's fetish model,
1: I mean, although oh, but right, you're model- not
0: published in Playboy, you're not, uh going to the AVN awards you're not a fetish model until very recently uh i was looking into and i'm sad to say i will not be going to this year's fetcon but i on twitter stumbled into a thread of people who i knew who were going to fetcon and kind of just you know soliciting get togethers group shoots maybe even sessions depending on who they were and i'm like ooh, there is some people that i haven't seen in a bit or haven't really seen face to face ever that I've been meaning to get in better touch with. This might be an opportunity, but, oh, it's in August. I really just do not have the time or the the means to put together the travel plans. On this short notice, I'm bummed. But I went ahead and looked anyway, just to see, you know, what the um, right, right, right. what the deal was. And one of the things was when you were applying to Go, you applied as... First, you bought your ticket, but then you also got a second step and you applied as um, a producer, uh, a star. I don't know exactly what they use, but basically the term we would use model, um, you know, other fetish. And I looked at and, you know, you look at these things and you go, OK, so who's now in the uh, the named models? The who's on there appearing at this convention list and any three quarters of these people who are friends people we talk to on the regular the industry is not um belladonna and um jesse james and these what we used to call the big names of adult film the so you're saying they're they're just the they appearances on social media that, The named con appearances with a photo and a bio, and you know, used as the promotion for their event, are our friends, our peers in this world. We are our so-called footmoms. Able to go, I certainly would have been able to be in the appearing. It would have said top toes of the Odo's toes podcast. We are at that level now, not necessarily because we've transcended into something bigger. We're still not in selling dvds or in print in print is dead and the industry has slid over to what we do
1: right so then should we have been offended by the so-called models need to chill comment
0: well there's i would be offended by the first half the so-called models right the second half the we need to chill, that brings up something that has been troubling me for a while.
1: For the record, if somebody tells me, any you need to chill, I may or may not listen to you and, and, and do as you request, but I won't be offended by it. So.
0: <laughs> well, I I was going to take the opposite stance of certainly that's not the choice of words you use to somebody when you want them to relax and listen to you. Right exactly but we'll we'll ignore the wording the so-called models part we kind of addressed why that's problematic uh, and why we have to so-call ourselves that because in the world of social media we can't use the labels that we should be using right which is apparently now fucking porn stars
1: well you know (laughs) if i listen to miss wicked if you follow mrs wicked's words the the word is foot
0: whore she does love to use the (laughs) word foot whore uh, yes and I think in, so in, I cannot say um,
1: in, I in cannot her, say
0: in her diction our world is split into two groups foot whores and foot sluts okay I, I would fall in the foot slut category you would fall in the foot whore category you are for whoring out your feet for sluts like me to drool or <laughs> choose um, action too <laughs> So, yeah, I, am not offended.
1: I am not offended one bit because, you know, if I can if I can call myself a sex worker, then I can call myself a whore, at least my feet. Right. So yeah,
0: whore. So own, yeah. own the foot whoreness. I'm, I'm in favor. I'm good and with that. Actually, there was years ago when before the podcast and before I started actually exploring photography on my own, I was labeled the foot pimp. So it all yeah. continues to fit. Foot whores, foot pimps, foot sluts. I
1: mean, you know, pimps have such a bad rap that I don't know that I'd be too fond of that one, but I, I, get, it. I get it. I was never offended
0: by it because that's kind of what I did. I had my uh, I had my group of people who I wanted to promote and I made my efforts in the community to promote those kinds of people. In I've, the
1: less traditional Sense, well, of the word, say,
0: I yeah, I wasn't slapping anyone around, I certainly wasn't wearing any purple fur or feathers. Uh, and I wasn't uh, the biggest difference you were taking... myself, I wasn't taking a cut,
1: right? Yeah, so you now, were taking a the,
0: cut now that I've entered into the world of um, of pay platform. In fact, I am able to take a cut. Referral fees are, in a sense, your cut as a pimp.
1: Oh my gosh, I never thought
0: about that. I am I am now, the funny thing is I'm not really actively promoting some of the people. I, I got them there. That was the effort I made and that got me my cut. And actually, no, I do go through and at least make sure I like every post of somebody on the on the platforms that I'm making residuals because I want to up their reach. Because obviously if I up their reach, it gets me more residuals. So yes, I'm pimping now.
1: You know what? I'm a little bit of a pimp too, but... It's strictly out of love. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I can make 5% off of your sales, that's great. Except that I genuinely love the loyal fans platform. So I've told anybody that signs under my, my, um, link, um, that if they need help, I will gladly help them. But you know what? Even if they're already on loyal fans and they haven't used my link, I still offer the same help. So, Hmm.
0: And, you know? and my pay platform of choices is unfiltered, and yeah, I yes,
1: but you can't offer help because you're not selling anything on there, so you don't know exactly how it works in that way.
0: I do have um, paid content there, do, you? Um, and I'm trying to figure out um, because I would be able to put up content of other people linking back to them because they do have. I figured out the whole linkage thing, and. As long as I'm not making money directly on that content, you know, basically just kind of reposting in a referral kind of way seems to be valid. I just got to talk to people individually and see if they want to do that kind of
1: thing. Yeah, like a repost. Yeah, a lot of women do that on OnlyFans and they charge a ridiculous fee for that, actually. But also they have... A ton of followers on their OnlyFans. So, which is yeah, I I don't have the followers
0: yet. So, it's something to to get into small and figure out. But let's back up again. So, it was all these so called foot models need to chill. And let me tell you why I acknowledge the second part in a way. Somewhere we have crossed a threshold where not only can you not tell, but you almost need to assume that anyone in the fetish community, and we're going to say female or on the model side rather than the photographer side, is a paid entertainer, a paid entity. And so what would no. have been okay eight years ago where, you know oh, this person is showing off their feet. They like to show off their feet. I'm going to interact with them thinking that they are a fellow part of the fetish community. Now is, I should assume that this person is monetized, is doing this to make some sort of living or uh, accessory income, and I need to treat them as though somebody they are somebody who is a business person in this community.
1: So when I first started for the first couple of years, one of the questions that I would ask several of the women showing off their feet was whether they actually enjoyed the fetish or not. Like that was my go-to question whenever someone put me in a group chat of some sort. Like I would be like, oh, so who, like, how, like, how do you enjoy feet? You know, it was a thing because the majority of the women that were displaying their feet at least mostly when i started felt like they all had some type of you know they were like dipping their toes into some type of foot fetish thing not not in terms of sales and not in terms of just
0: no production. that that concept was unheard of and only fans just starting out was the realm of ticks and ass
1: but i mean p- people were making money and offering sessions way well before you and i started on ig
0: Oh, but absolutely. it's but it,
1: just that the that... majority of women, like I like when I think of the handful of people that I met back then, um, almost all of them had some type of partner or had several experiences with people just kind of loving their feet. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them started extremely organically to where they were innocently posting, you know, that that picture of the toes on the beach, the obligatory toe pick and then someone offered their money for more picks so then they realized oh shit I can make some money off of this and I like showing off my toes perfect so there was a lot of us kind of po- like I never had a paid I didn't have a paid platform for such a long time
0: such a long time and I think those of us who felt we were already established in the fetish community before we came to find it on social media eschewed the paid, paid platform concept
1: a little, I mean I mean I, I think if you if you love something and you can make money off of it even better. But then yeah. COVID hit.
0: And it changed everything.
1: And it started like all the ads started. Have you seen that? Even on Quora, it's so bad. There's like even on Reddit sometimes too, there's like um they they it looks like it's an article and you're like, Oh this is great, let me look at it and then the end of it is like, oh, this is these are the the 20 ways that you can make money off of the side. And almost always the first one is the first, second or third one is, you know, selling foot pictures,
0: Mm.
1: you know, and so all of that add to that, quote unquote, models trying to diversify and trying to get get find creative ways to make extra money and then they started doing youtube videos talking about how they make foot money Mm -hmm. and then and then it's over everyone's a foot model everyone is selling you're right almost no one posts their feet online without demanding some type of financial gain
0: and now you've got the latest thing at least when i last saw instagram where, you know, the page is created with one or two pics and links to, you know, where to to pay for. And it says right in the bio, you know, I sell foot pics, blah, blah, blah. Where it's not, there's absolutely no intention to use the social media platform other than a landing space with a picture they hope shows up in the For You page to get you to whatever it is they're hawking.
1: I mean... Has that ever worked for
0: anyone? I don't know. I I do not know. Now, I do know somewhere where the major blowback happened. And I haven't been as active there as I used to be. um, Because I kind of hung it up during the COVID age. Because I used FetLife to find local events. And obviously local events were put on hold for a while. And I really haven't gotten back into the swing of it. But when I did come back... FetLife started to look identical to and started to have the same people on as I know from Instagram and Twitter and the FetLife lifers, the ones who had been there for 20 years, when you go on FetLife and somebody is showing pictures of their feet, they want to be in a relationship with a foot fetishist or they are in a relationship with a foot fetishist. They are not going there assuming you're hawking anything. That was not the way that platform was. That platform is one step away from being a kinky dating site.
1: Right, right. I mean, I think for me anyway, I don't know if it's because of the people that I follow, but mostly that's what it is anyway. Like, I don't see very many many people, like, advertising their sales and stuff. It's it's just another place to show off. Um, And I think it crossed, like, financial domination crossed over into that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So it's hard because, oh, Yeah, but um, so this whole you know backing up a little bit, this whole topic started, this whole conversation started because I posed the question of, have any of the sixty-five people in our chat group, and it sounds overwhelming, but not all sixty-five are active. Um, but have any of the members of our chat group, had they ever first time messaged someone with, I want to fuck your feet or hi, I want to lick your toes or I don't know, any insert any, you know, verb there and any part mm-hmm. of your foot there. And um, and so. You know, the, the the general consensus is that that's not an appropriate way, way to first DM or first message, first time message anyone in okay. general, right? It's just like, I I don't know, like, how do you, I, I don't meet people on the street and go, hi, can I, you know, suck your dick? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but let's um,
0: let our listeners ruminate that. On that for a second, take a break, and then I might even have a a a con a a differing opinion, not even a devil's advocate opinion, a differing opinion on that. When we come back,
1: all right, we'll be back in like two seconds.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory,
1: Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level
0: today. That's shopify.com system. And we're back. And we've hopefully had some time to think about the question of Would you ever consider or from the other perspective, what would you think if you received a message that just popped into your DMs and whatever social media platform you're on and it said, I want to fuck your feet. I want to suck your toes. Hi. I want to fuck your feet. Something (laughs) of that nature. So even a, even if the person actually has a slightly better vocabulary and says, you know, you've got really sexy feet, I'd love to fuck them. There, they put it in ten words. Still, even that's much
1: better than the first one, though, because at least it's kind of like there's a se-
0: there's like leading up to that, you know. I know, and I think in my um in my being a um a relatively uh, rational human being. I accidentally slid that a little bit into something that sounds a little more like a hypothetical, like a I would like to because I think. Right, that's different. If if I sent you a message that, God, your feet are gorgeous, I would love to fuck them. That seriously doesn't have the same punch as the way you put it.
1: Right. And see, even that, that type of message, I might even say, well, thanks. Scott, or
0: I'm yeah. sure you would, but the opportunity right. costs you $12.99 a minute.
1: <laughs> right. Okay. So so the majority of us will try to turn that into a sale if it's annoying us that much or if it's that big of an issue. Or if the ladies that offer sessions, right? They'll turn they'll they welcome those messages because they turn those into sessions. Mm-hmm. Because now we're talking about fulfilling a fantasy, which a lot of these women people um you know are comfortable doing which is it's fine um I'm not though I don't that's not a service that I offer so when somebody tells me I want to fuck your feet or I want to suck your toes I tend to ignore until they have something better to say because you know I've the many thousands of people that follow me and dm me how many times do you think I haven't heard that you know or read that or seen that or um so you know creativity definitely goes a long way so you have to and and i think that happens anywhere and everywhere in the world just because you want to do something doesn't mean that you that's the first line that you're going to spit at someone i mean can you imagine dming a girl like just a, a regular vanilla girl i would i want to fuck you yeah uh, reported and blocked
0: yeah definitely reading okay. vibes
1: now, here's where, here's where I think we were kind of crossing the line, or where we were debating about. Would that be okay to send to a sex worker? So, a woman that offers, you know, intercourse as a service, can you say, I want to fuck you?
0: Uh, it's still not the right way to I open that. I feel like that. it's
1: still rude.
0: It's, it's, it's still rude. It's still rude. Now, that kind of message was kind of did happen a lot more often on, you know, fet Life before there was a fetish community in social media. You would get people, but they were more or less, yeah. It was acceptable to send somebody a message that way when you put it a little better because the idea of the platform was people who have similar kinks and trying to find each other. Again, the wording matters. But people, of course, would make many, many more of those openings that were crass and almost caveman-like. It definitely happened a lot there. And you, you laughed at it, but you expected it was part of the fet life world.
1: Well, some people really thrived on that. That's what and, they were there for. That's oh, absolutely.
0: I mean, depending on the right. dynamic of things, that's maybe exactly how you should be addressing somebody.
1: Exactly. Okay. If,
0: if that's the matching set of kinks. I think where we got well, yeah, on social media, on a social media platform that unto itself is the platform is vanilla. It's just wrong in so many ways. But I think where we got into a giant debate was whether or not any sort of pickup line—I don't know if you can call it a pickup line—I don't any sort of proposition on a social media dm should be thought of as a commercial transaction and i brought this up in the first half of the show do we automatically now assume that if somebody has a page with some fetish related content on it that they are in fact a content producer a sex worker uh, in a commercialized side of this community
1: are we supposed to should I we think that it is a safe assumption i think nowadays it's extremely hard to find someone that is really in it just for the love of it just to show off or for the for the art i think it's very difficult to find that nowadays well, now even if take... there is though there is there are people but even if they are once they're the popularity rises and the demand, it's a supply and demand thing, right? So once the demand is higher than what this person is capable of producing or of contributing to society, (laughs) um, then we have to start compensating them because at this point it gets too demanding. It's too overwhelming. It's too much. So how do we weed that out? Like we ask quote unquote foot models I I weed all those messages out based on what is going to be the one that's the most beneficial to me and the one that's going to waste the least amount of my time. So if you send me and many, many of my friends compliments, most of us are nice and we will say thank you. What we don't entertain anymore is The 50 hours of conversation of the 50, you know, the exchange of 50 messages back and forth within an hour, unless someone's there for dating or for meeting new people. But, Mm -hmm. but none of the people have their actual profiles on anymore. So we can't tell who it is anymore. Like, I don't know, like if you and I came across each other now, I don't know that we would have become such good friends yeah because i i may or may not have just chalked it over to not necessarily a time waster but like somebody trying to get it off and i don't have time for that anymore i have right. too many online friends already you know so
0: <laughs> we we met each other when the scene was a little more fetishy a little less commercial it was definitely evolving there when people were doing it for the follower count and like count and maybe that would lead people over to their other platform You didn't talk about. And I was providing a bit of a service by doing a lot of promotion for those people who were doing it for art fetish reasons or commercial reasons. I didn't really care.
1: Well, But, you but know none even... of
0: that would exist. That, that yeah. whole situation wouldn't exist if we were starting today in 2023.
1: But also, you know, the people that are doing it for the art or for the fetish or for the popularity even, not necessarily for financial gain, um, that's no longer possible. Right. If, even, if even because you're competing with
0: people who are doing it as a full hustle and putting hustle energy into it. Right.
1: So high numbers are almost just not attainable. We all brace ourselves for the next time that our... Um, that our pages are gonna be shut down.
0: Even but on it, platforms that aren't as volatile. Well, Twitter got volatile again in its own way, but that's not necessarily affecting us. But now yeah, but Twitter's us...
1: difficult to do, to show some type of art form. Like Twitter oh, is no. not very visual. I don't well it can it be isn't visual, it isn't right.
0: But it's it's quick. See, the, the way to get Twitter is to automatically create things that um that create instant interaction from somebody and then you can blossom out of that and that's why i just recently started um i know i'm way behind but i might some besides retweeting some of my twitter effort is i'm going to determine a theme a thread with a theme and then a few of my friends will pop on and post on that thing that has the thread with the theme and then it'll blossom out from there because it sees everybody and we all get extended reach it's good
1: right now, I'm mostly on Twitter, I'm going to say. Um, I post on Instagram once a month, maybe. Mostly, I keep an Instagram account because that's that was home base. Mm-hmm. And so anyone that's looking for me is going to look for me there first.
0: Right. Uh, I, your Instagram account is almost exactly what I was complaining about, but better and more honest. But it is the equivalent of a business card on the local bulletin board at the coffee shop right
1: but that's only because they won't let me do anything else right I mean they won't let me do anything else I used to have coffee with any on Instagram I used to have you know what's on my feet you know I had to have I used to have like instead of outfit of the day I had like you know foot attire of the day and i, used I to got deleted because
0: i put up pictures of me from 2003 at cbgb's before it closed and boom they're gone right and i'm gone with it
1: yeah We're so just... i'm
0: not on instagram right now uh if you're listening to this not the month it comes out maybe i will be again
1: who mm-hmm. knows
0: <laughs> it's not anything i'm putting much of an effort into i'm i'm doing twitter i'm finding new ways to do twitter uh, navigating the fact that there's a lot more overt porn and wondering why my not overt porn gets flagged. I mean, I don't know.
1: Uh, you know?
0: Yeah, but, I, but who cares? I... the fact is you get flagged on Twitter. All it does is blur the picture. And all that does is make more people want to click it and open it because we're dirty people. <laughs> it's almost a badge of honor that everything I get gets flagged as offensive because they don't
1: oh, delete it for you. It's not. It's just nylons and feet. It's just so crazy. It's, anyway, you know it what? It happens often I...
0: enough when I post about the um, the podcast. And I think the whole reason just strange algorithms working backwards, the podcast gets the E. It's explicit content because we like to fucking swear, like we said. And that just carries back over. And I've linked explicit content. And therefore, it's an explicit post. And then somebody in management goes, no, that's not what that's supposed to happen. And they undo it within a day. But I have just have to, you know, appeal.
1: But, you know, yeah. So, I mean, we're beating a dead horse here. The point is, I think, we were trying to figure out one, is almost anything foot fetish related on social media monetized or for financial gain? And if so... Is it then okay to approach them with this type of desire? I mean, I don't know. I don't.
0: I, the, the answer is nuanced, But if I can simplify, let me, let me put this in sort of the, I hate to offend a group of people, but I want to call it the boomer voice. Maybe it's even the angry Gen X voice, which I'll accept because that's me. Only fans ruin my foot fetish community.
1: Um, no, am I wrong? I think you're wrong.
0: The pandemic ruined my foot fetish community.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes, because even you know, um, just recently I met someone, one of my clients at work actually, that, um, you know, we mentioned something about feet and she was like, oh yeah, I used to sell feet pics. And, we were, and I was like, what? Girl, let's talk, right? And she said that um, she opened an OnlyFans and she did uh, tits and feet and she made a little bit of money, enough to get her through, you know, not having a job during the pandemic. And then once she was able to go back to work, she quit. She shut it off.
0: So is that important of things to come is this because we've said it's so so oversaturated is it going to reach critical mass and implode
1: It's, it's, it's going to stay because inevitably we end up falling in love with it so how many people even guests on our podcast have all started to make an extra buck and then they find out that it's really enjoyable and they love the, not just the attention, but just the fetish itself. And they want to try new things. Like you said, it puts something else on the menu. It gives them something else. It's yeah. if, you're, if they're married, it spices up their sex life. Um, and even if they don't like feet, it's just another thing for people to admire
0: so what and it can be
1: unique you know it's not just tits and ass and i know all tits and ass are different but
0: of course you know just like all feet are different
1: okay no but feet are more different like you can stand out more like i bet you i can show my tits for the next six months and someone out there will not recognize my tits but they will recognize my toes
0: absolutely the so other thing I said about easy. This. And
1: it's easier to it's easier than saying than telling people it's something that you can easily be proud of because it's easier than saying, Oh yeah, I'm a porn star. I, or I'm a I, I'm a porn creator and I, you know show my pussy and fuck myself for money. It's so much easier to say I'm a foot model, I show my feet and soles for money.
0: Yeah. A little bit of you're still selling your body for money, but immediately the reaction is, well, you're not really, you know, getting naked or you're showing things that people could see anyway, whatever.
1: Right. It's acceptable. And the other thing
0: that I said about being, you know, on the foot fetish side of the adult industry is there is, I mean, everybody has their own taste, but there's a general thought across the universe of what good tits are, what a good ass is. There's a, there's a sort of standard. You don't have to meet it to be beautiful, but there is a sort of standard. So, if you don't really have the tits that the porn industry is looking for, chances are pretty good you're not really getting into the porn industry about your tits.
1: Right. So There's same no standard with my for pancake ass, right? I'm not going to start a page, an OnlyFans page, featuring my pancake ass. Like the whole entire thing is called Annie's Pancake Ass. Like that's not going to be very successful
0: there's <laughs> absolutely no and i don't know that there will ever be any sort of standard of beauty for a foot it is so insanely subjective that anyone's got a if you're willing to keep your feet well and actually no not even because you not, can feel no, people yeah. who want them dry and cracked and whatever
1: and calloused and dirty and i mean really anyone
0: yeah. can find their niche in the foot fetish community as long as they have one or more feet They don't even have to have 10 toes. I've known a few models with amputated toes who kind of just had their own crazy niche. Right, right. Anything goes because there's nobody holding over the accepted standard of beauty for foot fetishism. I think that makes it really great.
1: So I want to say before we wrap up, If you're a person who likes something of another person, whether they are a sex worker, a fetish model, or just the girl next door, it's probably not a good idea to be that direct in your first message.
0: And let me follow up with... If you're in it for the fetish and not in it to buy an experience, that's okay. One, don't demean anyone who is willing to buy the experience and don't demean anyone who is selling the experience, whether that be in-person, photographic or videographic. But I- if you're still out there just trying to find your Miss Mr. Mix right in your fetish community, understand you're going to have to navigate the fact that in social media, a lot of these people are working the commercial side of it don't give up but when you're encountered with the commercial response politely say i'm sorry i kind of misunderstood i didn't realize that you know you're uh you know selling products i was looking for somebody to talk to i thank you for your time and move on to the next a little bit of pitfalls to navigate but you can still be that person in this community
1: yes yep
0: well, thanks. I, mean, I was about to. T- I was waiting on that pause for you tell I me mean- I was wrong.
1: <laughs> well, I wasn't sure if we, you know, you had anything to add to that, but, um, yeah. I mean, listen. There are, there is a certain level of grace that I give to people who message me, um, but you know, the the problem is, I think is that then I respond and then the person is insulted and offended that I wasn't immediately wet by their comment, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I'm like, what did you, like, I'm a, I, am a, I'm, I, it's, I make it clear that I'm not in an open marriage. I don't offer, offer sessions. I am married. Yes. I love my feet. Yes. I love to show off my feet, but what on earth makes you think that I'm going to, and jump up and down with joy because you want to fuck some part of me. I just, I mean, thanks, but no thanks. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. And so there's a bit of entitlement there that I think it just irritates the shit out of me, especially someone with my, my independence and my attitude, um, you know. But but even this is a like going kind of way off the wall here. This is something that. In the BDSM world, submissive people have an issue with, right? Like all of these "quote unquote" doms. Oh yeah. In their DMs, owning them at their first message, it's like
0: what? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I I think we can have an entire other conversation about how the commercialization of, and I will blame the commercialization side of it. of the the fetish plate and inside of social media has uh given these and i'm gonna say women in this case particularly the idea that they're a dom when in the full-fledged in-person bdsm community there is a lot more to learn to becoming a dom than somebody has paid you for some pictures or even that somebody has attributed you that that doesn't make you a dom
1: right oh that gosh. makes you a good
0: business person and right on for that right yeah so oh. without offending anyone further why don't we leave it at that i wanted to make a <laughs> note real quick because i've getting been getting messages from people saying you should have so-and-so on the show um and that creates some weirdness I can't randomly message other people that I don't really have a connection to. Um, but I do want to say, as we've talked about guests and talked about having guests and maybe, you know, had some issues booking guests, the best way, if you feel you want to be a guest on our podcast, the absolute best way is to go follow our website, oh, dot click on the link for leave us a message and leave us 60 seconds of who you are, why you want to be on the podcast, and kind of what the angle you want to bring. This right. is a vocal media. Us hearing you is going to get so much, going to really get us going with, yeah, that's somebody we want to hear from. Um, yeah, right. we that's might have great. to turn some so people down.
1: I'm so glad you're saying that because we do get a lot of. I want to be on your show, I want to be on your show, I want to be on your show. But You, you get know, the they're...
0: first-hand requests. I get the oddly the third, which I just want to say that's really not possible for us to explore unless, luckily, the, a couple, we said, oh, I am actually exploring that person. Um, but yeah, third-hand request is very, very difficult. But if you really like this person enough that you think they should be on our show, tell them to reach out to us. It's a lot easier than us cold calling a potential guest.
1: Right. Do you, you remember you, what you're... happened to me? Like, speaking of Twitter, do you remember what happened to me with... When I reached out to um, a sex worker that had a podcast that I'd been listening to, and I was such a fan, and I reached out and I said, Hey, you know, I'm a fan of your podcast. I listen to it, blah, blah, blah. I love this part, I love this part, I love this part. Um, And then I, you know, said something about I have my own podcast. Do you ever have any foot fetish experiences that you'd want to talk about? And her response was, I fuck you. I love it how you're trying to get off for free, bitch, or whatever. And well, we talked me. about instantly how... blocked me, or she called me an asshole, I think. Instantly blocked me, and I was like, wait, wait, what?
0: <laughs> we've <laughs> definitely mentioned how what people's DMs <laughs> and why you don't engage in too many lines of conversation with somebody because they are just trying to have a conversation with you where they're gonna get you. It it is- the fantasy in their brain. But I'm sure you did not come off that way whatsoever.
1: I I don't know. I just, I'm. You you said the word podcast three times
0: in the opening sentence. I don't think you came off as trying to, uh, you know, get off on DMing this person.
1: I want to say that she was scanning. I want to say she scanned through the message and read, do you ever have any foot fetish? you know, oh, yeah.
0: stories and was or, like, "Oh,
1: this motherfucker messaged me without even tributing. And then was like, oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Know. Or even if they did see the podcast thing, they just thought that the person was using that as a, as a lie, as a beard, maybe to get them That's to cool. tell the, the foot fetish stories to them. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. If you want to be on this show again, just Oh, those toes.com. The link is uh, we want to hear from you. Leave us a voice message. Do that. That's gonna tell us that we, that you're serious. It's gonna give you an us idea of who you are, what you sound like, and what you're about. Because the other thing is, oh, I have a foot fetish. I want to be on the show.
1: I'm sorry, that's not
0: that's not that's enough. Not, that's you not have to have an angle. you have to there has to be a topic to the episode in a sense.
1: yeah. So let's see a question. What's different slash unique? about your foot fetish or how you engage in foot fetish? That
0: yes. Is- that's that's a great way if you are a, uh, a fetishist who would love to appear on the show. What's the different and unique thing about the way you engage yours?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, And there's no right or wrong answer to that. No,
1: no. I mean, you know, we love weird. So the weirder, the better.
0: But, you know... Like, even if somebody you-
1: tells me, oh, I... I I engage in it in reverse I suck the pinky toe first and then work my way over I want to know why like tell me why
0: yeah, anyone that who can might answer be... that question with some sort of answer is probably going to be interesting but we don't know you're interesting until you answer until you tell us something
1: right what if they just say well because I like it well then there you go that's the end of the interview right there
0: yeah <laughs> and I like it and I get to host the show so we've already got <laughs> I like it covered
1: all right and um, with that, you guys go and please try to introduce yourselves before you message someone. I think it's just you know, it's I'm... just common courtesy. I don't fucking care what platform you're on, introduce yourself, say hello, give a nice compliment, then maybe get into the sexy stuff. I don't know. Um, but with that, uh yeah, thank thanks for listening to our rants, really it was it was a needed model to that so-called producer
0: (laughs) thank you for listening to our rant uh thank you to the people who are part of our telegram group who help us create these rants
1: oh yeah really i love there's they're
0: they're a lot of fun and, and really becoming sort of part of the podcast so if you're a telegram user pop in there because we're really listening to what you're saying day to day Sometimes it's just fun. Sometimes it's, hey, look at these pic- these feet I saw at the airport. Sometimes the day goes by and everyone says good morning and nothing else happens, but it's always always in the back of our mind. So thank you to, to our Telegram peeps. Thank you to all of our listeners and all of our subscribers on every platform, including YouTube. Um, thank you, Any, for being with me weekly because I really do enjoy this still after all these years.
1: <laughs> thank you for For being a part of it with me.
0: And um, for. Like many of the people in our DMs. If you've been masturbating this whole time.
1: (laughs) You are welcome.
0: Very welcome.
1: As long as I don't. Parentheses. As long as I don't have to hear about it. For free. (laughs) Bye.